1: recorded live.
0: This call does not start officially until uh 6 p.m. You start standing Standard time. He started starting momentarily.
1: I apologize. I have some people. Did is, is anyone join us to, to uh, talk to you? Hello. Okay. It looks like people logged in, but they got out. Logged out of the call for some reason. So we'll just hold on a second. If you don't mind, guys. Hey Army? Shooting Buckley. Yes. Hello? Yes, hello, Daquita.
0: Hey, okay. Sorry about that. Let me put you on speaker. Hey Jay, it's uh it's Diquita Live. Hey. Um, we're also on YouTube and the chat All feature right. is working. The chat feature is working in case you wanted to utilize that platform. As well, oh, okay,
2: okay. Yeah, I I just came off YouTube and I thought that you was on YouTube. We have some people on YouTube, so I just I just made the phone call. <laughs> uh, okay,
3: no problem. So um,
0: right. we're gonna get started momentarily. Let me just go through some of the some of the um some of the things here, and we'll get started. Okay. I, I don't know where I started. Okay, hold on. Okay, there we go. All right. All right. Okay, so, um, just to let you all know that I'm using Hangouts and I'm using TalkShoot. So we're going to go ahead and get into this call because um, there's a lot of content to cover. So um, I'm going to go ahead and um, start with prayer first. For those of you who would like to talk or ask a question, um, you you have to do, you have to call in to talk shoot. TalkShoot. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and get through. Go ahead and um, start with prayer first. For those of you who like to talk or And I'm just going to ask if you can all, for those of you who have background noise in the back room, if you can just mute your phone. I have um, all of the callers off of um, mute, so if you can just mute your calls. We're going to go ahead and get with prayer, and then we're going to see, um, we're going to do a look and see how many um, uh, people have um, logged in into the um, talk show. But if anyone has to ask a question tonight, you have to go on to talk show in order to um, do a... a uh, converse with um, me live, okay? So um, that dial-in number again is 724-444, uh, 444-7444, and the PIN number is one four zero eight one eight, okay? So let's go ahead and get started with prayer. Heavenly Father, we address ourselves to the God of Israel, the God of Jacob, Abraham, and Isaac. Father God, it is an honor to be here this say, Lord. We thank you for all that you are doing in our lives, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for Um, bringing us together, united in the body of Christ, Lord, um, ready to receive this wonderful word that you have for us, Lord. Uh, We uh, decree and declare that this word is being led by the Holy Spirit, Lord. Father God, we welcome you in, Lord. You said that when two or more are gathered gathered together for you, Lord, that you are in our midst, Lord. So we believe and um, declare that you are leading this call, Lord, that you are leading all of the information that is going to be received on this call, Father God. And we just thank you, Lord, for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, Lord. We thank you for each and every one of the listeners, Lord. We believe and declare, Lord, that they're going to receive a message, Lord, that is going to saturate their, that it's going to saturate their souls, Lord, and that is going to feed their souls and be nourishment to them, Lord. We believe and declare, declare Lord, That you are the the, uh, Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, Lord, and you brought us together for a reason tonight, Lord. For there's a message, Lord, that each and every listener on this this call is going to be blessed by this message, Lord. And we just praise a holy name, Lord. And Father God, we pray and bless every life on this call, Lord. Let every one of their lives, to include their households, Be blessed tonight by this message, Lord. Let this be an anointing, Lord, that is beyond anything that we can measure, Lord. And we just thank you for all your greatness, Lord. To your name be all the glory, honor, and praise, Lord. For we are doing this for you, Lord. We recognize that we receive. All of our knowledge and all of our wisdom for all things come from you, Lord. And, Father God, we cannot keep or contain your word in our pockets, Lord. For you said that we must edify and we must go on and spread the gospel, Lord, for the spirit of Jehovah is on me, Lord, to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted and to free those who are captive, Lord. So as your faithful servant, Lord, I am here to do that tonight. So then we just thank you and we just lift you up in prayer, Lord. And we are still Lord because we know that you are God and your name will be exalted in all the earth and all the nations, Lord. And we say this prayer and we say Amen in the name of our mighty Lord and Savior. Amen, everyone Amen. Amen. Okay. So we're gonna go ahead and um get started. So let me just see here. I'm checking the Checking the um the chat, and I do apologize. I look in every now and then, but it's I'm trying to multitask, but sometimes it's a little difficult. So um to you know go into the chat, and so I'm not losing focus in terms of um what we're what we're talking about here. So um I'm going to be multitasking. I'm going to be going back and forth between screens. So um excuse me, I do apologize in advance for that. Um moment. Okay. okay. All right, so we are going to go ahead and get started. So um, for those of you who um, joined me on, on the um, last call, we had a spiritual warfare class, spiritual warfare 101, and um, that was also done via Hangouts and um, TalkShoot. But, um, you know, we had some glitches in terms of the um, chat feature for YouTube. So I'm really surprised to see that it's working tonight, and I'm really grateful for that. So, um, you know, God is good. So we um, we discussed on that call basically the you know some of the components of um, dealing with spiritual warfare, um, and you know a lot of you already know that's what I'm and I've been battling that since, ever since my awakening. And um, for those of you who are targeted individuals, I just want to bring it to your attention. You know, surprise, you waking up into the spirit I'm sorry. Dealing with spiritual warfare, and you know a lot of you already know that's what I'm Okay, so folks, so what I'm going to do, I'm just going to mute the. Um, I'm going to mute some of you all, and I'll turn it back on. So, some if you're, any of you are trying to talk, just let you know that you're going back on mute, and then I'll turn on. Um, I'll turn off it. I'll turn off it in a little bit. Okay. Okay, so um. So we were basically discussing, you know, some of the different components, and you all know that I was dealing with some warfare, and um. Some of, for those who are targeted individuals, which, which is basically. Um, Any dealing with it's modern day persecution to um, best describe it. And what that um, is is basically, if you look at it from my perspective, I think it's basically an awakening into the spirit realm. Um, you're basically, your eyes have been opened by the glory of God, by the grace of God. Your eyes have been opened so you are able to see things um, that you couldn't see before. So um, these are, um, you know, some of the things that we're dealing with, some of the attacks, some of the persecution that we're dealing with. And as a result, um, I just tied this all into Scripture because it applies to Scripture. And um, it's basically an awakening into the spirit realm. And people, this is why people can't understand or can't see what it is that you're seeing because it's all spiritual, spiritual war, okay? It's a war between good and evil. And um, this whole, uh, this entire um uh, campaign, if you will, this entire smear campaign, discrediting campaign, persecution campaign, whatever you want to refer to refer to it as, is um is you know satanic in nature. It's satanic, and um, it's, it's pure evil. And we've been um, basically placed into this program because of who we are. We're going to get into that heavy tonight. This is going to be so mind-boggling. I'm going to tell you, you are going to look at this from a different perspective tonight because there's, there's so many revelations that tie into this. So we're going to go ahead, and um, for those of you who um, haven't had a chance to look at the spiritual warfare video, please take a look at that. It's um, already posted on the YouTube site. Um, also, we're going to be doing another um, spiritual warfare because so many, it's, it's, it's a broad, it's a broad um, subject. So we're going to um, discuss 201 on Monday. So you don't want to miss that call. That call is going to be scheduled from um I'm going to also make it a live call. That's going to be uh, um scheduled from um eight to eight to ten o'clock. It's already scheduled on um, to, um talk shoot. So um just um, look for that as well. All right, so um I asked a question, I posed a question on um on talk when I had the last call, spiritual warfare class. I had got asked the Lord asked me the question. It's a shadow, a shadow. So I'm going to first go over some of the revelations that I received today, and um, we're going to get into the other things. Um, we're, we're going to talk about earth angels. Um, there's something ha- there is something really big happening, and um, usually whenever I, get a, whenever I go through a season, whenever I go through a very large attack, whenever I'm being promoted to the next season, I notice that I start to really notice things, and I begin to ask questions. The next thing I know, it's being confirmed. So it's the same thing. If any of you watched my video where I talked about we are being tested, where the Lord told me that we are in a similar I'm in a simulation, and um, I'm amongst angels and demons. And um, I'm in a training simulation. And prior to that, though, I began asking the question, like, before I even received that revelation from the Lord, like, oh, I wonder if this is an angel. I wonder if this is, you know, so I started, whenever I do that, I notice that there's a huge revelation about to take place. So I'm going to share with you right now, I'm being led to believe, and we're going to get into the scripture that ties into that, that um, some of us are angels incarnate. incarnate. Um, Some of us, when you get into the scripture of um, us being chosen before the foundation of the world, I'm going to show you some scriptures where it it, it, it appears as Jesus already existed before he came to the earth. Um, He is God in the flesh. And um, some of us have um, uh, our angels in the flesh, and um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. So, um, want well, to be sure to watch this um, this broadcast in its entirety. And, this entire and uh, yeah, so all right, so let's go in here and go into it. If you have your swords, grab your sword. If you don't, grab your swords. We're going to first go into um, Luke chapter one, verse thirty-five. Okay. So, again, the Lord asked me, and a shadow a shadow? So this is going to trip you out, okay? Okay, so here it is. Here's the word. This is what it says, Luke 1, um, chapter 1, verse 35. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that Holy One who was born who could be born, will be called the Son of God. Okay, so that's the first indicator. So when you say overshadow somebody, so um, when you say overshadow, you know, what is that, to overshadow? What does it mean to overshadow? Has anybody ever looked out, went outside and looked at the the shadow in in a reflection or something when you go outside and you see the big thing, over over and over you? Okay, so we're going to go to another scripture. Let's go to... um, Genesis chapter 3, verse 6 through 13, okay, and um, bear with me, because these are just the revelations that I received today, and I feel I, I have to share them with you, okay. We're going to Genesis chapter 3, verse 6 through 13, Well actually this one is another one I wanted to share with you. This is um this is something else. We're gonna talk we need to talk about this also. So and then we'll get into the other scriptures in and um terms of the shadow. So this scripture I wanna I wanna share something with you also because when I talked in the last call I talked about why the whole why why did man fall in the first place? Because there was a sin issue. Um when E Adam and Eve were in the garden, when God created us, and this is an indicator, this is gonna tie into the other things, but God said, um God said go into the earth and replenish, replenish, okay? So when he created the heaven and earth, he said, go into the earth. He told uh, uh, Adam, he, go, go into the earth and replenish. So to me, that indicates that something else existed before Genesis 1. Before Genesis 1 happened, something else had to exist because we remember, we re- remember that Satan was once an angel before that worked under, um, that worked with God. So we definitely know that something transpired before Genesis 1. And so that's what we're going to talk about later on, in this where I say that angels in the flesh and um, so forth, are, some of our destinations are basically to be, um, we're down here basically for work on earth. But we're, we're going to get into that later. But this is talking about the sin problem. This is talking about where um, when God first created us. He created us in his image. So when he created the heavens and earth, he created the heavens for him to dominate, for him to have dominion in, for him to, you know, to to control And Adam was supposed to control the earth. He was supposed to call things into existence. He was supposed to have dominion in the earth. And um, there was a tree, but we all know about the forbidden fruit that um, Eve went ahead and hid in, um and in, uh in, in ate despite the instruction that she was that she received from the Lord. And as a result of her eating that fruit, eating that fruit, that forbidden fruit, um, she was led into deception. You know, she was, the first, she was the first victim of mind control. She was the first victim of Satan's deception. And as a result, Satan actually had intercourse with her. That um, when he seduced her, he seduced her. And he had intercourse with Eve as a result. That whole deception was part of, uh, was part of basically conception, was part of uh, intercourse in which he, um, basically, uh, she basically had children, Cain and Abel. And this is why God said, you've been a murderer from day one. Cain was a murderer. Cain murdered his, his brother Abel. He murdered Abel. So this is why, um, this is what where the whole sin problem came in. So the revelation that I received today regarding this scripture was that we, this flesh that we, this, this body that we have on us, God did not make us in this image. He did not make us. He made us a spirit. All of this Skin, this flesh, this, this flesh belongs to Satan. We have serpent skin on our bodies. This is not we are born of God and serpent seed. When we are born, we are part serpent and we are part God. And this is why Jesus came, to reconcile us back to God. So we, and God said, what could, what could light have with darkness? What relationship could light have with the darkness? When God made us, we were light bodies. But as a result of the sin, as a result of the fall, that skin hid the light. So this is why our world is dark. So this is where all of this revelation comes from. So this skin is Satan's skin. All of this is his skin. This is his flesh. That's why the flesh stays in the body. That's why the flesh cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. So as a result, the, the skin that we have covering our body hides the light. So this is why we're born into sin. This is why um, we're ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And this is why the word of God said when, when Satan got cursed, he said, on your belly, and we're, we're getting into that. So let's read this because we're going to we're going to point out everything that's said because all, this scripture is, is very telling. So it says, mm-hmm. Where are "We
1: read six
0: to Okay, so it says, "So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree desirable to make one wise." She took up its fruit and ate. Because remember, God said, do not eat of, eat of this tree, because do not eat of this fruit. But Satan came and said, he just doesn't want you to know um, uh, good and evil. He doesn't want you to know good and evil. He didn't. He didn't want us to know anything about evil. So this is where you're going to find out in the scripture. Now, all of a sudden, they learned that once she ate this, ate, ate this fruit, she now knows about evil. So watch this. So then the eyes of both of them were opened. Okay? So she ate this fruit. Then her eyes, the eyes of both of them, her and Adam, were open, And they knew that they were naked. Here's a person, okay? They knew that they were naked. They soon fig leaves together and made themselves covering. Okay? So now this is shame, okay? So this is the sinner. The, the this, this is shame right here, all right? So when they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves for the presence of the Lord God, the trees among the trees in the, of the garden. So this is saying they hid themselves. This is guilt, okay? You did something that you knew you shouldn't have did. This is a sin of guilt. So now you see how there's a sin problem right there, right since, every since they ate that fruit. Here, here are the sins that I'm naming out right now, okay? Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? So he said, and I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid. That's an, you do not fear. What do you fear? God is not the author of fear. The enemy is the author of fear. He, the God is not giving up the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind. Okay, so this has this has Satan all over it. Okay, so God immediately knows that they've done something. They they ate they eat from the fruit. Okay, because uh, so he was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself, and he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Okay. And here is, um, then a man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the the tree and I ate. This is them blaming each other, okay? They're blaming each other. Now they're not taking accountability or responsibility, okay? And the Lord said to the woman, "What what is this that you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. Okay, so here we go again, the blame game. Okay, so the Lord says basically... That Satan is cursed, he will eat the dust of the ground all the days of his life. So when he when he says he's going to eat the dust of the ground all the days of, of of his life, that is us. We are dust. We are at when we die, we are dust. This flesh is nothing but death. This flesh is not the Lord's. He did not make this body for us. He made us as spiritual beings. We are spiritual beings. He made us in the image of Christ. Okay? But all of that was taken from us. And we got put. We, we basically got this covering. It's like a, putting a bag over our head, and our eyes were now closed because, you know, he, he's, we're in darkness now, unless you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. So that's one of the ver- that's one of the revelations that I received. So um, we're going to go into the other ones where I'm talking about is your shadow. So bear with me, right, minute. I'm just going to check the check you Don't mind and check the systems again, if you all don't mind. Yeah, with me.
1: Okay, so let's see here. where all systems go. Okay, hold on, I'm trying to look at the chat room, I can't see it,
0: hold on. Restore chat, oops, here we go. All right, so sorry about that. Okay, so um, we're going to go into the, the uh, we're going to go into the other one. Okay. All right, so let's go into um, Genesis 1.
1: Chapter uh, Genesis one, verse one through, through three. Excuse me.
0: Okay, so here's the Lord basically saying. Um, actually, it's just one. Let me read Genesis one, verse one through two. So it says here, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and the darkness was on the face of the deep. And the spirit of God was hoovering over the face of the waters. So what does it mean to hoover, folks? It means to stand over. So let me ask you again, it's like, is your shadow your shadow? When you go outside, who is the shadow that's over you? Who is the shadow? Okay. So um, Psalm 17, verse 8, Let's go. let's go to that. Okay, so I'm just I'm just giving you enough scripture to let you know who who your shadow is when you receive Christ. Who is that shadow when you, that you see? Remember, God says, "I'm with you everywhere you go." How can that be possible? He lives within us. But when we look, when we go outside and we see a shadow of ourselves, that dark figure, who is that shadow? And that's what that's the question that I was asked: Is a shadow a shadow? Is that my reflection? No. Wow, isn't is that awesome? Is that awesome? That he's a shadow over you? It's he's covering you. When they say that he covers you, his she- he's hoovering over you. See these are the hidden things. These are hidden things in the scriptures that you never even think that people don't even realize like this is it's it's manifested when you go look at the shadow, like that's his shadow. That's not you, that's not your shadow. Okay. Psalm, and we're going to pro- we're going to continue to prove it. Psalm eight seventeen, verse eight. So, for those of you, don't, a shadow is basically a fortress. A, sh- a shadow is a protector. A shadow is a comforter. It's um, you know, you know, when he says, "I'm your refuge, your fortress, your protector." He's the shadow. Okay. Okay, so it says here, keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings. Okay. So, again, this is stated from all, throughout all scriptures. Okay. So, this is some good stuff. Um, we're going to go to uh, Psalm 144, verse 4. Okay. And, again, here it is. Man is like a breath okay, and when he's saying man is like a spirit, okay, his days are like a passing shadow, okay, so this is him saying, this is basically him saying that he covers us, and when you look at this, let me read the whole thing, here you go, so you can understand, let me read down from, um, I'm looking at Psalm 144, I'm looking at one, and I'm going to read down to um, one through four, so let's look at this a little deeper. So it says, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle, my loving kindness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and the one in whom I take refuge, who subdues my people under me. Lord, what is man that you take knowledge of him or the son of man that you are mindful of him? Man is like a breath, like a spirit. A breath is a spirit. Man is like a man, a breath. His days are like a path in shadow. Those who are close to the Lord. Those who are under his shadow, this is what it's talking about. This is what this is describing, him as being our protector, as our refuge. That is not your shadow. When you see that shadow, that is not you. That is the Lord, Those for those of you who are in Christ. When he says he covers you, he literally covers you. Now there's another shadow. There's, we're going to get to that scripture because I'm going to show you that there's a shadow for the enemy. So um, if you go to, I, I think this is the one, um, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 2. He has a shadow, too, because he is a fortress, uh, but he's a dark fortress, okay? You know, we're talking about two different kingdoms here, okay? But they have the stronghold. So whenever shadow, you won't be under the shadow of God or under the shadow of Satan. One are the two, okay? So um, we're looking at Isaiah chapter 30, verse 2, and it says, who walk to go down to Egypt and have not asked for my advice? This is the Lord saying, okay, this is the Lord talking, okay. So basically, they walk and go down to Egypt and they have not asked for my advice to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh. So these people strengthen themselves in Pharaoh, okay. And we know that Pharaohs are basically the, um, the the kingdom of darkness, the the the, um, the, the king, um, okay and to trust in the shadow of Egypt, okay? So basically you trust in those who trust in the shadow of Egypt. You trust in the shadows of the pyramids. You trust in in the shadows of darkness, okay? So these become your shadow. You trust in them as being your fortress, okay, because you get your advice from wickedness. You get your advice from the dark ones, okay? So you do not take heed to the advice of of God. You do not look to seek his face. You look to seek the, the advice of darkness, Okay? because you love darkness, okay? So um, this is basically what all of this is saying. So, um, you know, how awesome is that? And I'm going to give you one last one, and I'm going to open up the call to see if anyone has any questions about this. Okay, so we're going to go into the last one. This is going to be in Isaiah chapter 49, verse 2, okay? This is the last
1: one that pertains to that.
0: Okay. And he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand he has hidden me. And made me a polished shaft. In his quiver, he has hidden me. So folks, is a shadow a shadow? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Well yeah, I guess. Well let me let me say it's not our shadow. See all this time we believe that it is our shadow that we see when we when we um you know, anytime we go outside and we see, you know, our our shadow, that's not our shadow. Isn't that amazing? Oh, my gosh. I, I, when I received that, it was just like I could, feel his, I could feel the buzzing. I could feel his spirit. It was just like so it was an amazing revelation that was confirmed with the scripture. Like, I mean, we always hear that, you know, he's our shadow and everything, but to literally know that that's not your shadow that you see, that is, that's amazing. To realize that is not your shadow. He says, I am with you everywhere you go. That shadow that we're that we're that's following us is him. Let's open up the chat room. Ah, this is amazing. Okay, come on. So let's go here. Let's open up the chat room. Yes, this is good stuff here.
1: The chat room is open, but I mean let's open up the call. All right. So let me unmute all. hello yes hello
0: hi
2: yeah I'm on the call but um I don't have any questions right now okay right
0: does anyone have
3: anything to add or
1: any any
0: questions
2: I had a question about, like, referring to the shadow, like, when God says that um he's the God of the day, like, the the, the light, you know, he's not a God of the, you know, darkness. How does that refer to, like, the shadow?
0: What, what do you mean? Like, when you, when you say... Like, because God,
2: God says, like, he's, a, he's the God of the day, you know, He verse, um, like, he's the God of the day, like, the light, you know, and he's not the God of the night. Right. How does that refer to the shadow?
0: Well, I mean, he's the shadow, he's the protect a shadow basically can, it, when you define a shadow, it can mean many things and um one of the one of the definitions is a protector. And um he's a, that saying that he's the protector. Like he's he's hovering over us. He's protecting us. So, he's our light, he's our guide, he's here with us. He's he's our shadow you know, right. and it goes back to the question, like, I'm, I'm not sure, I, I'm not sure if I'm addressing your question correctly, but um, that's the way um, it, it came across, that's the way it was interpreted, is a shadow, and this is the question he asked me, is a shadow a shadow, and it was just basically um, confirming that he is a shadow, he is the protector, it's not the shadow, that's not my shadow, it's like him saying that, Yeah. almost like, do you know that I'm with you, do you know that that's me with you. You know, that's me. That, that shadow actually is me.
2: Okay. Like when did that happen? Did that happen like even before Adam and Eve fell in the garden? Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't, had, I, don't, I, don't I don't. I don't. have the um, answer to that. All I know is that I was asked the question. I was oh, asked okay. a question, and my spirit is a shadow, a shadow. And um, right, they right. saw the revelation that, I, that they saw for the scripture and everything that I was able to come up with, and um, basically presented, I understood and I knew right in my spirit that the shadow that I'm seeing is not my shadow. That's basically what he was asking, is that, you know, right. a shadow, you know. Right. Is that my reflect? Is that my shadow? No. Now I know, no, it's not, you know, because the scripture says that it says otherwise, that he's a shadow, okay, that we're we're hidden in him. We're hidden under his wings. We're hidden. He povers uh, over. You
2: know, it, it he overshadowed you know. And so that's what it that was the whole revelation. Does that make right. sense? Yes, because I, I was kinda of thinking about how you said when Adam and Eve fell, that um like their skin they, their skin became different, that um they were basically like the, what they were like, um I guess you would say light bodies, but but when they fell, their skins became different. So they took on a fleshly body of how you were describing it.
3: So Right. I, mean, I never
0: felt it. I never even I never even of it like that, and I didn't mean to tie the two together it was just, it's just in, the, in the order that I had it. I didn't mean for those two, so oh, okay. yeah. So okay. it, it wasn't those were not tied together, they were not intended oh. to be together. It, just, it okay. was a, just in a sequence, um, it was okay. in, in the okay. incorrect order. So I had already went to the scripture and I just discussed it. But, um, okay. in terms of Adam and Eve, you know, the whole the whole the fall of man thing is how we develop. The, you know, the, the body of sin. We have the body, this flesh is not ours, this flesh is not, does not belong to God, and this is what Satan attacks. He attacks the flesh. So um, he can't attack our spirit because, for those who are saved because we're with Christ. The spirit is seated in heavenly places with Christ, with Christ Jesus. So this flesh, though, belongs to him. Um, however, those who are, those of us who are redeemed, um, we are no longer under, we no longer have a sin problem either, so he, he can't, you know, I mean he afflicts us and he tries to oppress us and everything, but um there's a limit as to what he can do, um, in our lives. So that's just some of the um, yeah, so that's just some of the um, things what happened right there with that whole fall. We basically got into the skin and this is the serpent skin and um it hides the light. You know, when we feel this whole skin covering hides the light. You know, God made us a spirit. We were supposed to be um, light. He's a light body. He made us in the image of Christ. We were supposed to be light bodies, but when we fell, we got this skin on us. We were not made in this image. This skin belongs to Satan, and this skin hides the light. So that's why we are born into darkness. That's why we are born into sin, and that's why it is the way it is until we get reconciled back into and, um, to God through Christ Jesus. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's that. So anybody have any other questions? Because now we're going to get into um, we're to get into the, the scripture that we're going to all, all sit here and wonder we're gonna there's there's something that, there's another question that comes to mind and so we look at these next set of scriptures this is who are you okay do you know who you are do you know why you're here okay do you know um, you know do you know who you are you know so um what that what I'm saying here is we are here for a reason. Nobody, you know, nobody's here for a What yeah. did you do? I'm sorry. Hello.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know this was like an online chat. I, mean, I, I can, I can hear it. I didn't know. I thought it was like a single. You talk to a single person at, at a time until that uh, time to come in to talk. Sorry, I'm, I'm listening now. Go ahead. That's okay. Um, okay, so I'm gonna
0: go with this. Let me just look into the chat room and see if there's any questions um in the chat room one moment. Uh, again, I'm on and I'm multitasking here, so I'm looking at um different screens here. So I do apologize. Okay. So this um, so for some of you guys who are not in the chat room, um, hi everybody. Hi Kathy. Hi Jimmy uh Amy Uh. Okay, guaranteed victory. All right, so, um, just look in here to see if anybody has a question.
1: I can't read the scripture, but I think check them. Okay. Honestly, I'm a bit confused. I have to do my
0: psychology background. Okay. All right. So um so if anyone has any questions, just be sure to post them in the um in the chat room or um you know you can call into the young talk Show and um answer question. So we're gonna go ahead and move forward because now it's it's time to ask a question. Do you know who you are? Have you taken this to the Lord? Um have all of the the testing and trials you've been through, have you had that conversation with the Lord to ask um, you know, Lord, why am I going through what I'm going through? Because we're all here for a purpose. Um, We all have um, a a role to fulfill. It's whether or not you've received that um, calling, Um, and some of us have no choice because some of us are, it's just like Jesus, when he was chosen, Jesus was was born on that cross whether he wanted to or not. So we all know the story of Jonah, you know, when you're chosen, sometimes you don't get through well because you're chosen before the foundation of the world. So, that means you're gonna do it. So if, if you don't do it, things are gonna to start to happen in your life. And, um, you know, it's gonna be some things that are um, that that you that you're not gonna appreciate. That's gonna happen in your life. God is gonna get your attention, and He's gonna make you do what He's called you to do. We don't have a choice. So um, in the matter, so it goes into one um, speaker. So we're gonna take a look, and I'm just gonna go ahead and meet the line because I'm hearing a lot of background noise. If you all could put your calls for those of you who. Um, have background noise in the back. Put your calls on mute, please. So we're gonna go ahead and um, begin to go into. You uh, let me mute everybody. So we're gonna go into. um I'm gonna tell you, the enemy does not like when you get revelation. You know, if you look back at the text where um, Paul received a, a thorn in the flesh um, due to the revelations that he kept receiving, um, when we begin to receive revelations, the enemy can't stand it because you know he he wants all of this hidden. He doesn't want you to know who you are. He doesn't want you to know you know your purpose. He wants to keep you dumbed down. He wants you to keep watching TV. He wants you to keep eating popcorn and eating all this genetically modified food and You know, just sitting around and and being dumbed down and looking at the computer. You know, he doesn't want us to receive any type of revelation from the Lord, okay, because, um, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't want us to receive anything. He wants us to to, uh, walk around aimlessly and just um, be under his control. He wants us to do his will, okay. So I was strongly, you know, if anybody has seen the movie The Adjustment Barrel, very good movie. The Adjustment Barrel, The Adjustment Barrel, The Matrix, and um, Hunger Games. If you look, watch those movies, um, a perfect analogy as to um, the spirit realm, the spirit realm. Um, what happens in the spirit realm? So you have to um, really check those movies out if you haven't um, watched it. The Adjustment Bureau, um, actually, Eagle's Eye also Eagle Eye. That just came on television the other day. That's a good movie about game stalking. You see it from the game from the um, satanic perspective of the the um, the ones that are basically brought on to be criminals, okay, by force, okay, this is all by force. So um, if you you look at that, um, you'll be able to get an idea um, as to how the spirit realm looks. Um, Another thing is Satan doesn't want you to have access to the spirit realm unless he brings you there through astral projection. You see a lot of people born into the spirit realm through astral projection. A lot of people are having spiritual um, experiences with the use of drugs when people are saying that they see these things and entities, um, when they go into when they travel when they at the, after after use of um, narcotics or any type of mind influencing um, uh, drugs, it, it you are, they're in the spirit. I believe everything that you're saying, they're just in a different they're just in a different reality. They're in a in their spiritual realm. So they're able to see in the spirit. Whenever you're using or whenever you go for any type of surgery, you're getting some sedation and so forth, and you have those hallucinations and so forth, and you're able to see things, and you're seeing all these grotesque figures, and, you know, when the doctor holds up his hand and ask how many fingers you see and so forth For that, you know, um, it, you know you're know, you in a spirit realm when you begin to see things from that um, from that perspective. And um, as a result, it can make you, it can trip you out. So he doesn't allow, he doesn't like people on his face. Satan controls the spirit realm, okay? That he's uh, very territorial, and he does not want the saints in the spirit realm because the saints are there for a different agenda. His agenda is dark. Our agenda is light. So if we're in the spirit realm, we are going in there to shift things. We're going in there. We're creating an imbalance. We're taking over the spirit realm because we have authority over Satan and the demons through the word of God because of where we are seated. We have dominion. We are in a higher dimension. We are in a higher frequency, and we have all of um and, and we have all authority in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So um, just remember that when we go into that realm, um, that's kind of like, you know, a full-fledged attack on us because um, he gets his army like, we're not supposed to be there. He doesn't want us there. And um, he wants those who are not saved there, okay, because, again, it's all about control. So he in- introduces you. And you hear people talking about the astral projection, how they can go into different um Different dimensions and different uh, different cities and states and have astral intercourse and it's just so all you know all of these different things that they're tapping into, not realizing what they're getting into. It's very dangerous to go into a realm of that nature and you're not protected by the Holy Spirit and you're not protected by um, the Lord. So um, you, you're not supposed to really be born into that realm unless you're looking for trouble. Unless you're looking for trouble and you're not you're not protected and um, God already made a, an account of that. We are not to um, practice any divination, any witchcraft, or anything that takes us into that realm, because we were not we're not protected in there. Okay, um, so when the saints go into the spirit realm, there's a problem, but um, that's where his people operate because that's where the power is. This world, this third dimension, is nothing but an illusion. It's a reality. Everything that you see in this physical world, which is a material world, was first spoken in the, in, the, in the spirit realm. Okay? So everything was first created in the spirit realm, and then it manifested into the physical. So what you see in this physical realm, in this physical reality, it's already it was already spoken. A word was spoken in the spirit realm, and then it manifested here in the physical realm. Okay? So um, everything here is an illusion. We know that this world the prince of the power of the air. We know that Satan is the ruler of this world, the temporary ruler of this world. He dominates everything. His mark is on everything. He owns the corporation. The corporations have their logos. I mean, there's nothing, there's nobody in this country, nobody, the million, the people that are making money in this country, the majority are in some, some sort of fraternal order, some sort of sorority. The sororities are all lies. You know, the sororities, worship the pyramid, um, all of these Greek sororities that you see, these fraternities, and so forth, they're all demonically inspired. This is all um, basically, it, it, it's all Satan. We're, we're born into this. This whole world is created off of sin. We are born into the sin. We're born. This world is nothing but sin. There's lust of the flesh everywhere, um, pornography. You got uh, uh, idolatry, uh, uh, worshiping. The, the dollar bill worshiping um we're so focused on our um, annuities on our 401 k accounts and, and wealth and um and prosperity and this is this is all sin this is we're worshiping the things of this world you know so um it, it it's it's the um so, you know um you know it's a problem so let's go into the um Let's go into the word. So we're going to go into um, Jeremiah. We're going to go into Jeremiah chapter one, verse five. You got to listen to this because this is this is deep. This is something you got to meditate on. I'm going to tell you. You got to really meditate on this and really think about what the Lord is saying, and and take it take it to prayer. Okay. So let's look at um. Let's look at that.
3: some good
0: stuff oh, this is like oh this is like this is like it just makes you want to be like oh my goodness I can't believe this is this is just so deep I'm just saying like the Bible is really scandalous I'm, I'm just going to tell you it's, it's, you want to you want a reality show if you want a, uh, if you want a soap opera I'm telling you the Bible is a soap opera if you really know that if you really get down into the details and you learn about all of this this drama is drama I mean it looks like it's a born reed, but no, there's there's uh uh-uh, uh this is this is some revelation some it's some dirt behind it. This is some um this is some good stuff. This is like it it it's it's truth. It tells you the truth behind everything. You're not gonna get this you ain't getting this in church. You're not gonna get this truth in church. The church does not belong to Christ. The church the church the the church is no longer it doesn't belong to Christ. Not the physical location. Okay? The church is the enemies. In the last day, they said that the church is the enemies. We are the church, the body of Christ. The Holy Spirit lives in us, so we are the church. Okay. So yes, we are the church. Jesus said, "On this rock I will build my church, and not even the gates of hell will be able to prevail." We are the body of Christ. Okay. We are the we are the spiritual block. We are. He's our chief cornerstone. Okay. And we are like pieces of rock that make up that whole rock, okay, he's a foundation, absolutely, yes, indeed, yes, we are part of the body of Christ, okay, we are one with Christ Jesus, yes, we are, okay, so let's look at um, Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, so it says, okay, before I formed you, listen to this, Here, this, really listen to this, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, now wait a minute, That right there, that right there just makes me pause and say, what do you mean you knew me? Before you formed me in my my mother's womb, you knew me? What does that mean? Right? Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you as a prophet to the nation. Okay? So, this, this trips me out
1: right here, and this is why, because
0: I'm going... And you're going to see how this ties into the other to, to the um, other scriptures um, that I'm going to show you. This is going to make you ponder and say, is there any before you, so I don't know if you all have, I've had this before. This is before I've been saved. You know, you always have that thought that you're, when you get saved, when you go up there and get saved, you think you're saved, but you're really not saved. And I knew that I would, would, not before I was saved, I really knew that I was not saved. Like if I died that day, I knew I was going to hell. It's kind of like, it's kind of like that thing, um, but now I know that if I die today, I'm I'm you know, I'm heaven bound, yes, absolutely. So, um I know I'm going upstairs. So I know that for sure, but I know last time that when I um got saved, you know, I went right back into the same patterns. I've never had the Holy Spirit before. I didn't have this I didn't have this before. So, um I knew I wasn't saved. So, um, you know, now it's the real deal. But it's like um when you look at this when you look at this word from this this perspective, I've had deja vu moments. Uh, it could be a song, and it just feels like, and this is before I got saved. I don't know if it has ever happened to anyone else, but it is almost like it's a song, and it can't be the song, but it's more like maybe a tune, a, a tune or a tone or something. But it, it it feels as if you had that moment. It's just for a brief moment, like wow, this reminds me of something, and you don't know what it reminds you of. But it's it just like it's, it's it's almost like wow, you know, was I was I here before? Um, and this scripture said, before I formed you in the womb, and I'm going to show you some other scriptures that you're going to have to, this is going to trip you out. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So you say, well, how did he know me? What do he mean by that? Now, remember what I said. When God made the heaven and earth and he made Adam and Eve, he said, go into the earth and um, replenish. Replenished. So we know that there was a host of angels um, that were in ha- We know that before Genesis 1 even began, like, there was already a host of angels. There was something else that happened prior to Genesis 1. We don't know. We don't know the full details. We don't know all of the story. We don't know the whole story. But this ties into that before Genesis 1. To me, this scripture looks like see, he's talking about before Genesis 1. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. Okay? So, you have to ask, you know, the question, are some of us are, you know, those who are chosen or those who have been formed in Christ Jesus before the foundations of this world. Hello, before the foundations, before Genesis 1, okay? Before Genesis 1 began, before the foundations of this world, before he created and laid down any foundation. He created us in Christ Jesus. So you have to ask yourself, were we here before Genesis one? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm, that's gonna probably be the last scripture we go into because I'm gonna show you something in Revelation that points to um, us being here. Some of us have been here um, at the very beginning. Um, Satan knows some of us personally. Um, some of us were um, angels with Satan. This is going to trip you out, okay? So let's go into, um, let's look at um, verse 10 in the same uh, in the same chapter, verse number 10. So he's saying all this to the prophet Jeremiah. See, I have this day set you over nations and over the kingdom, to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. So he's telling you here, you've, you've been in charge, you've been sent here to basically take over kingdoms and nations, to root out and to pull down. I made you a prophet. You're my servant. I, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. You know, we had this conversation about, we had this conversation before and you just don't remember it. You know. You were born here. You you, you know you um, you existed. You pre-existed. We some of us are predestined, okay. Meaning that we existed um, and we came here for a purpose. And that purpose is timed based on whatever our calling is. We are here for a predestined time where you are going. He's going to call you. He's going to wake you up. He owns your spirit. He are you're already his. You are you're already his because he sent you here. For a particular purpose. You already belong to him. So this redemption is nothing new. This redeeming, he already owns us. So your salvation is safe. Because you he brought you here. You're the reason why he's here. Why you're here. Okay, is this tripping out some of y'all out right now? Is this like, is this like, is this good stuff right now? Okay. Hmm? So, let's continue. Let's go into Isaiah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Let's go into the same chapter, verse 18 through 19. Looking at, still looking at Jeremiah, chapter 1, verse 18 through 19. Okay? It says, For behold, I have made you this day a fortified city, and an iron pillar, and a bronze wall against the whole land, against the kings of Judah and its princes, against the priests, and against all the people in the other land, they will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you, for I am with you," says the Lord to deliver you. So listen, do you know what He's saying here? He said, "So look, you're gonna be against you know you. I, I I I knew you before I formed you. All right. So I gave you everything you need. I made you a fortress. I made you a fortified city. Meaning I made you strong. I made you um I made you a warrior. I strengthened you like you nothing will be able to prevail against you. Okay. So you don't even worry. Don't be scared. You that, that's even in here somewhere. Don't be afraid of their faces for I am with you. Listen, don't worry about nothing. You fortify, you stand strong. You use you, you operating in my strength. You're operating in my spirit. I've already set you up for it. Your steps are already ordained. Okay? I know it may look like you, you I know you may feel like you're weak. I know you may feel like, you're outnumbered on each side. Though so they surround me round about in my time and calamity, but they shall all stumble and fall. Thus saith the Lord, for it is written. Okay, so when you have been ordained, when you have been ordained, and I mean, e- even every little, every little wrong path you may take, there's already a provision on it. You've got to remember something. God worked from the back of your life, from the end of your life, to the beginning. He started at the end and worked his way back. So he covered every single single wrong turn that you would make. He already covered it. It's already finished. You have to remember that God does not operate on a timeline. In this dimension, we operate on a time. The clock is ticking in this dimension. Okay? But where he's seated, it's already done. It's already written. The enemy is defeated. We, you know, everything is already done. We're we're holy and blameless. We're in heaven, we're rejoicing, we're no we're no longer crying, we're no longer living in sorrow. It's already finished, it's already written. It's written, it's over. Rejoice. For your names are written in the book of life. So this is why he tells us. He's like, Listen, don't be afraid of them. Don't no no. no. I, I, I already got you said, I already, you know, I already took care of that fear. You're not don't be afraid of them. Flying with you. I already took care of that. And when you believe in that, and when you walk in that faith, and when you see that He delivers you every single time, every time you're being delivered, every single time, what can man do to you? What can He do to you?
1: Right? Nothing.
0: For it is written, it is written, thus saith the Lord. You know, remember never lean on your own understanding, but every word that proceeds from His mouth. Okay, so um, when we go, when we look at, uh, we're gonna look at Isaiah chapter 43, and it continues to go on about being chosen, on about being chosen. Listen, I, you know, I redeemed you. You you already set. We 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 already established this before. Okay, you already this exist, existed before. We had a conversation. You just don't know about it. Okay, you've been sent here for a reason. You've been sent down here for a reason, but you pre-existed before because he said it. It said, the scripture says that I knew you before I formed you. And we're going to we're gonna go get into how Jesus, we're going to get into all of what, this, this is proof. We existed before we got here. Okay, so let's go into Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10. Okay, one Isaiah chapter forty three, verse ten. You know, the text is consistent. You know, um this is God's word. I mean, this is his word. This isn't the Quita Carver's word, this is his word. This is all proven in the scripture. Okay. If there's no scripture for it, we
1: ain't gonna address it.
0: Okay, so here, Isaiah chapter 43. Okay, so now it says here, we're looking at 43 verse 10. Verse well, no, let's look at, let me look at um the first one, number one, because I want to say that too. But now, thus says the Lord God, but now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and when he says, oh, Jacob, he's referring basically to Israel, okay? Jacob, remember, he's the God of um, Isaac, Jacob, and Abraham. But Jacob, um, he re- he changed his name to Israel. So he's, re- he's referring to him um, when he says, I created you, oh, Jacob, meaning uh, oh, is- meaning Israel. And he who formed you, O oh, Israel, fear not, here he is again, do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you. Do you know what it means to be a redeemed, to go back to your original estate? He basically purchased you out of this world, okay, He's basically taking you out of this world. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. We no longer, that's why we can't get along with nobody here because we don't belong here anymore. Our spirit speak to each other. The spirit, uh, the spirit, um, there's uh, there's uh, something that does not, there is a, a disconnect between the spirit of darkness and the spirit of light. They cannot, they do not get along. They do not get along. And people can't understand why um, they don't like somebody or they, 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 they just are argumentative, they're so contentious against a, a person. The spirits are against each other. We operate under different spirits. We're operating under different authorities. We have different fathers. And they don't realize that. Some people think that they go back to some people believing they're saved, and they're not, they're not saved. If the Holy Spirit is not living in you, the Spirit of God is not in you, you are not saved. And that's the truth. So, for any backslidden Christians, just repent and give your life to Christ and the, the promise of the Holy Spirit will come into you. If you believe that he died for your sins, he died in your place, and um, he was, resu- he, uh, was um, nailed to the cross in place of you, he died for you, and he was resurrected after the third day, um, if you believe in that, you, you can just say that with your, with your mouth. Confess that with your mouth. You don't have to go to church for it. You can just confess that wherever you are. If you believe in that with all your heart, the gift of the Holy Spirit will come unto to you. And next thing you know, we'll be, we'll be watching your channel and, and see what the Holy Spirit told you. Okay? So um, you have to be led by the Spirit because Jesus says, upon this rock I will build my church. The church. Listen, when, when, when the days come, because the days are coming soon, we know that these are the end times. The days are coming when the Holy Spirit is going to be taken out of the earth. The restrainer is going to be gone. If if y'all haven't read Revelations, I suggest you do because what's coming here, you do not want to be here. You, I'm telling you, you ain't seen nothing, in no scarier movie out than what's going to happen in Revelations. You can't show me one scarier, you can't show me a scarier movie that's out that you've seen that's what's going to take place in Revelation. If you look at the Re- book of Revelation, what's coming on this earth, and you will see it because it's coming. Very soon. Judgment is coming. Trust me, judgment is coming. Very soon, any day now. This is serious. For those of you who are not saved, get saved. So this is basically telling us, and um, we're looking at Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 43. And, uh, but now, thus saith the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and who formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the water, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned For, For nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. So listen here. To be redeemed is to be redeemed is to be brought back. So we've been taken out of this world. We've been taken out of this world. And brought into His glorious light. So we're going back to our original state. When you're redeemed, He He brought you back. Okay. So here's what happened. We got we we got we we were in bondage when we were born. We were in bondage. Um, we were slaves to sin. Slaves to sin. And um, as a result, He purchased us back. He purchased us back from his world. He purchased us back from the Philistines. He purchased us back from the Amorites. He purchases that back for the Canaanites, you know, for all those those slave owners because we were slaves. Slaves of sin. We're slaves. For those of you who not received Christ, you're slaves. It doesn't feel like a slave, you know. You look around and you say, well, I don't feel like I'm a slave. Well, yeah, if you if you're going to hell, you're a slave, you know. If you are going to hell, you, you're a slave. If you haven't given your life to Christ and you are under the authority of your Satan, you're, you're a slave. He's a slave master. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything around us is like I said, based off of sin. Everything around us. He wants you in this prison. this is a prison. This is the matrix. This is a prison. And some people love this matrix. Some people love this prison. Some people love the, the lust of the flesh. They love it. It feels good to them. They love it. You know, they love Babylon. You know. So, um, and lovers of the world, for those who are lovers of the world, the, the, the love of God is not in you. That's what the word says. Those who try to save their lives will lose their lives, meaning because you love this world. If you try to stay in this world and you try to save your life, you will lose your life because you are lovers of this world. But those who lose their lives for my sake, you will receive the kingdom. And, you know, this is the, this is word-based. This is not the creator of Carver base. This is word-based. Yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so this is what it says. So let's go into Isaiah. Let's look at uh, verse 13. Look at verse 13 here. So do you know that, or verse 10, I'm sorry, look at verse 10. So do you know that while we're here we're supposed to be witnesses that God exists, that God is God, that he's the only one? And I'm like, well, what does God need with a witness? I mean, he's God. Why does he need us to validate who he is? But this is what the scripture says. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am He. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. So this we are his witnesses. So basically, our testimonies. We have unusual testimonies for those who are targeted individuals, me particularly. He's not going to give us, a, if we're a witness to God, if we're a witness that God exists, God is going to give us unusual testimonies. It's not going to be a testimony, or I found a man and we married now, or I found a job and I, you know, I've been so grateful to the Lord, on bless me with a job. And it's not going to be that type of testimony. It's not going to be that type of testimony. It's going to be like I almost died. I almost lost my life. I almost I almost went crazy. I almost, uh, you know, it's gonna be something that's gonna be so far out there that can only come from him. That he can only, de- it's gonna be something that only he can deliver you from. So don't expect to. You hear testimonies, uh, you know, my husband, you know, I found my husband. We met and it was this love at first sight, and God blessed me. And uh, uh-uh, this is gonna be something that only could come from him. This is gonna be like. The doctor is going to be. The doctor's going to be witnesses to your testimony. The doctor is going to be like she should have died. The doctor is going to be like she should have died in that car accident. The people who saw that car accident is going to be like she should have died in that car accident. The people, you know, it's going to be like total like what happened. This is an absolute miracle. type testimony?
1: My testimony that
0: I put on uh, on my video. What happened to me? Now I'm talking about the other video. I'm talking about the video I made a maybe a few months back in December. I think I posted it that video. That's a testimony because I saw that that happened that was real, and that happened that's a testimony so it's gonna be these are gonna be unusual things that we know that only only he could do that only he could deliver me from.
1: Okay, because the Lord says, the Lord says, um,
0: you know, that um, who can deliver from him? Who can deliver from his hand? He says, I will work. Well, this is when he says, let's look at 13. Indeed, before the day was, I am he, and there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. I work, and who can reverse it? Who can reverse it? That's that's a a fair question. You know, Satan claims to be God and he can exalt his throne, but can you reverse the question boils down to, can you reverse the work that God has done? Are you able to contend with God? So we're going to be witnesses to that. We're witnesses, okay? All right, and so we're moving on to, let's look at verse uh, 21. We're still in Isaiah chapter 43. Verse twenty one: The people I have formed for myself, they shall decree; they shall declare my praise. So this is telling you right here. When you look at this, the people I have formed for myself. Some of us are here, and we belong to Him. We're already. Our salvation is already straight. It's already worked out. We are. He. It, we. We are His. Hands down, we are His. We belong to Him. They shall declare my praise. These are his. These are his people. These are his witnesses. These are his chosen people. That's going to be, to validate and say yes. God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, and the first and the last. He is God. He's that's it. No one has delivered from His hand. No one. So does it? Oh my goodness! Is this, is this not exciting? Is this not exciting? Oh my goodness! This is so. You know, this is so profound. This word is just so. It's so good. It gets in my spirit. Is this? Is this affecting anyone, is this like really hitting home to anyone? Is this like really getting in your spirit? Is this really lifting anyone up right now? Um, you know, this is this is mind boggling. This is so this is so awesome. This is so awesome. Um, I don't know, we're gonna have to open up the chat room in a minute because this is like really getting this is getting I don't know about y'all, but this is getting in my spirit. I'm feeling I'm feeling like um getting up and just, you know, shouting and praising the Lord because this is some good stuff. This is this is this is nourishment. This is like food for the soul. You can't get any you can't get any better than this. This is this awesome. This is awesome. Yes, absolutely. So um <laughs> this is good stuff. Oh my god this is good stuff. So we're getting there. We're gonna get into that earth angel thing. So let's just continue to um so we're gonna to go to um go with me to John chapter six, verse sixty three. Yes, yeah, this is um such an anointed message. Um let's just praise the Lord for all of these revelations. Praise the Lord for uh, praise the Lord for choosing me as a vessel and being able to share this word with you. And um you know, I I just take joy in that, you know, I take joy in in being able to receive you know, knowledge and wisdom. It all comes from him. And I'm expected to share it. I'm expected to share the um, knowledge, so it you know, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be a vessel for the Lord. I'm really grateful. So, um, and I hope you all find this uh, very um, informative and, and good information. So, all right, so we're looking at um, John 6, All right, so it says here, oh, I can tell my eyes are going bad. Oh, Lord, help me with that, with that. Okay. It is a spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. the words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life, but there are some of you who do not believe so listen, so this is listen listen to this so this is saying it is the spirit who gives life, okay the flesh profits nothing, so it goes back to what I said before. this flesh has nothing this flesh is this flesh is dead, okay it's ashes, it's dust. You know, it's on our skin. This isn't real. This stuff isn't real. This isn't ours. You know, God didn't make us like this. He didn't give us his skin. This, this flesh this flesh hides the light, okay, because this flesh came from darkness. This flesh came from darkness because we were not supposed to have this flesh. We were supposed to be spiritual beings when he made us. So um, as a result of this sin, we develop this sin. This is a reminder of our sin. This is a prison. This skin is nothing but a prison, okay, because it's darkness. It's, it's darkness. It operates in darkness. The flesh, you know, this is sin. The flesh wars against the spirit. The spirit wars against the flesh. It's like the two need to come to an agreement. Let's be on the same page. The spirit wants to bring the flesh to receive the Lord. You know, the flesh wants to bring the spirit to the sin. You know, they they war against each other. So, um, you know, this is just a reminder of God's sin. Is, the spirit is life, meaning he gave us spirit. He gave us our spirit. And it's supposed it's intended to, to be for life. Okay. And we're gonna go into John fifteen sixteen. John fifteen sixteen. Now here we go. This is saying. This is saying here. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you. See, you listen know, to this again. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, and that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give to you. Here he is again. You didn't choose him. So listen, when you got up and went to that altar to go get saved, to give your life to Jesus, he ordained your steps. He made Jesus a thought in your head. He gave you that thought in your head to make you go up there and go get saved. You didn't do it on your own. I, this, is, this goes back to me talking about who controls our thoughts. Who's in charge of our thoughts? Our our thoughts our own. You know, how how much of a percentage are our own thoughts? You'd be surprised a lot of our thoughts are influenced by our controller. Who who's pulling a string? It goes back again to who is holding the string, who is um holding a string. This is all spiritual. You know, who's in charge of you? You know, who's your father? Who's your father? So, um it, 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 it's like he, I chose you, and this is how he chooses you. He calls you, okay? But we know that no one can enter the kingdom unless they go through Jesus Christ. No one can enter into heaven unless they come through me. I am the way and I am the life, says Jesus Christ. So just because God chose you, you're not done yet. You're not going to heaven yet. He may have chosen you. He may have called you. He may have deposited his spirit over you. But you have to take another step. He's going to put that thought in your mind. He's going to make people come and ask you, go to church with me. You want to go to church with me? Everybody's going to start asking, you want to go to church with me? That's just letting you know it. As soon as you get to church, you ain't have no, no thought of going up there to get saved. Next thing you know, you're going up there to get saved. Because he ordained your steps. He made you get up and go up there. He put the thought in your head. He said, all I need to do is get her there. All I need to do is just get her there. She may not be thinking about getting saved. But once I get her there, then she gonna get that thought that she gonna go up there and get saved, and that's him basically choosing you. I mean, he chose you. You give your life to Christ, and you sealed it. You made, you took the call. You you sealed it. So just because he calls you and he, you know, he causes you, he calls you and chooses you and everything, he calls you. He chose you. You know, meaning I chose you. Hey, you know, I'm just gonna look in the chat room and see who's there. He calls you. He says, "Hey, Kathy. Hey, Amy. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, J-, J. Army. You know, I'm calling you. You know, I want you. I'm choosing you. You know. And um, next thing you know, you're going up there to get saved, and you didn't even have, you didn't even plan on going up there to get saved." You didn't even plan on you. You had no. You had no idea. You was going up there to get saved. That was not even part of your your plan. But it just happened. You know, that's what he does. He does that. He, it just happens. He does that. He loves us so much. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So I just wanted to break that down to you. So we're almost there with the um, Earth Angel. We're getting there. Let's go to First Peter's. Chapter 2, verse 9, First Peter. Chapter 2, verse 9. So, this is just reiterating everything I'm telling you about being children. You know, what are you here for? Where's your purpose? Did you talk to the Lord about it? Some of you. Some of you, um, I can look, I can tell, just because I, I've had conversations with you. Um, the spirit, we operate under the same spirit. For those who are saved, um, we're operating under the same spirit. And you just know that pe- some people have an anointing on them. And it, whether, I don't know if they know it or not, but some people just have an anointing Um and a, 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 another person, another believer to see that. And um, you have to make sure that they're aware of that because some people may not know that, you know, but you have to um, let that person know, like, hey, you know, you're saying some pretty deep stuff, and I, and I believe the spirit led, and um, it makes sense, and I think that's a, that, that's a gift. And um, you have to tell people that when you when you hear it because um, they, they are able to um, bear fruit, and they're able to go out and basically um, share that, that um, whatever that gift is, and, and they need to because that's what they're we're supposed to do. God says bear fruit. You know, faith without works is dead. So if we're, we're walking around with this anointing and we're doing we're doing nothing with it, we have all of this this glory and grace and mercy, and we're just sitting on it. You know, what is, it's coming. out. what did you do? What, what I gave you, you did not absolutely nothing. So, you know, that's just something to um take into consideration. So we're looking at um, uh, 1 Peter verse uh, chapter 2, verse nine. Mm-hmm. verse 9. So it says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Reiterating again. Now, this is gonna tie in with another scripture. I'm gonna show you in a minute. Um, that's gonna blow your mind. So the earth angel thing. you know, you know it, it, it's gonna blow your mind. Okay, so um, you are a chosen generation, royal priests of the holy nation. His own special people. Oh, the light is so horrible in here. Uh, uh, um, that, Um, yeah. So we should look at that. Is, is that not awesome? It just just continues to expand and it's, it's just like, wow. So now we're about to go into the I gotta I gotta show you this. This is gonna trip you out and you're gonna say, this also just basically confirms. Go to Revelation twelve, verse four. Revelation twelve, verse four. I hope y'all are looking at this with me. Because um, this can bless you. When you read your Bible, when you open up your Bible, you're opening up the Holy Spirit. You're letting the Holy Spirit in. Okay, when you read your Bible, this is all Holy Spirit driven. When you open up this book, you're saying, Holy Spirit, I'm going to receive you. I'm going to receive this word. Okay? So that's why I said let it bless you. Let this word bless you. Get your Bibles out. Okay? So we're looking at Revelation 12, verse 4. So it says, his tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth, to devour her child as soon as it was born. All right. Whose tale are we talking about? Satan's tale. It's tells you a third of the stars of heaven out. All right, so this is about to shock y'all. I'm going to have to read some comment immediately when I read this scripture. The Lord brought me to what Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, verse 18. Behold, I saw Satan fall like lightning from the Now, I'm like, okay, how did Jesus see that? Jesus, How did Jesus see Satan fall from lightning? Satan and fell from lightning. This is when he was an angel. This is when he was in heaven. This is before Genesis 1. We're talking about before Genesis 1 right here. This verse is talking about before Genesis 1, um, where Satan, when he uh, basically... Um, was kicked out of heaven when he thought he was going to be able to ascend above and be like the most high God when he was full of pride, okay? And um, he got kicked out of heaven. God threw him out of the heavens, And with him, he took a third of the stars. Now, who are stars? We know that stars are symbolized for angels. Um, the, the, the text says that consistently. Immediately when I read this, I was led to, when Jesus says, Behold, I saw a Satan fall like lightning from, uh, from the heavens. And this is in Luke chapter 10, verse 18. And then it led me to another question. Well, why would Jesus see, this happened before Genesis 1. So why would Jesus see St. Paul from, from, from how did he see that? How did he see that? Because Jesus preexisted. See, Jesus preexisted. Jesus was known before the foundations of this world. So this, again, is like we were here before. We were here before. So let me just tell you something that that, that happened to me um, while we're getting into this, this conversation, while we're having this conversation. Um, I'm just trying to think about how this really played out because I came across the scripture before, and I studied the scripture before, and I could feel the power of the Holy Spirit. I was reading it, and some of the information I was getting right, but it seems like I wasn't getting, I, didn't, I really didn't fully understand what was being said. And I'm going to read you the commentary. That talks to, to the about the scripture. Okay, one second. Let me read the commentary to you. said so this is very, this is this is some powerful stuff. Um, wait a minute.
1: Okay, so listen to what this says because this is this trips me out. I'm going to skip over some of it because some of it doesn't. Um, hold on a second. Okay, so listen to this.
0: So this is basically um, saying that um, this dragon, which is Satan, Satan is a dragon, um, represented as a monster, um, extending along the skyline. And... um,
1: So what he basically did at the rebellion, what he basically
0: did was um, cast down some of the hosts and the stars to the ground. So some of us were, were um, working with um, the Lord before us, angels, um, and Satan with his tail threw us down to the ground. The hosts of heaven were supposed to be you know, um, part of the church. Um, Also, so it says here that he um, basically, the main idea here is undoubtedly that, is that the power of and the object of John is to show that the power of the dragon was as if it extended to the stars and as if it dragged down a third part of them to the earth or swept them away with, a, with his tail, leaving two-thirds unaffected. A power that would sweep them all away would be universal. A power that would sweep away one-third only would represent a dominion of that extent only. The dragon is represented as floating in the air, a monster extended along the sky, and one-third of the whole expanse was subject to its control. Supposing that the dragon here was designed to represent the Roman pagan power, Suppose that it refers to that power about to engage in the work of persecution and at the time when the church was about to expand and be enlarged and to fill the world. Suppose that it referred to a time when one third of the part of the Roman world was subject to a pagan influence. So basically, this is saying in detail, too, because I'm trying to say, because he um, basically took us from our estate, um, our original estate which was the host of heaven. Uh, here we go, right here. Here we go. A dragon is known as the emblem of Satan, and his chief agents or those who governed for him on earth. At the time, the pagan empire of Rome, the city built upon seven hills. As having ten horns divided into ten kingdoms, having seven crowns representing seven forms of government, as drawing with his tail a third part of the stars in heaven, and casting them down to the earth, Persecuting and seducing the ministers and teachers. So it was as if these angels that he cast down were ministers and teachers. Um, as watchful to crush the Christian religion, but in spite of opposition of the enemies, the church brought forth a manly, a manly issue of true and faithful professors in whom Christ was truly formed anew. Even the mystery of Christ, the Son of God, who should rule the nations and in whose right his members partake in the same glory. Okay.
1: So so
0: at this, when you read further from Revelation four, when you read further for for um and look at Revelation um five, chapter twelve, verse five, it says she bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up to God in his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness. So if you read on later, let's go to, um, I'm looking at Revelation 12, 13. Now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. This is Jesus. He persecuted the woman, Mary. He persecuted Mary who gave birth to the male child. So he waited to devour Jesus. In the text also, you see where the dragon waited to devour um, Jesus. Let's see here. So this goes to show you that somewhere along the line, before Revelation 1, when Jesus said, and you see how we—it this ties into the scripture, when Jesus said, Behold, I saw Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Why didn't anybody ever think, when, that, when he said that, that that seems like as if he was actually there when that happened. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. We can talk about this later, but it sounds as if he was there when that whole thing happened. Um, and it's confirmed that Satan was waiting for Jesus because Satan had some knowledge as to, and that's probably why he drew down a third of the stars Okay, when he when he rebelled and he fell, okay, it's almost as if they coexisted in the heavenlies, and he of course rebelled. and He got kicked out, and um, as a result, he waited there. He already knew the plan. He already knew who Jesus was going to become, and he waited there to devour him because he was trying to stop what God had. Um, he was trying to stop the plan of God. He was trying to stop Christ from expanding the church. From um, him, you know, coming to to, um, move over the world from his future, you know, wherever his um, being our savior, he was trying to stop the plans of that. So um, that leads me back to saying it it ties back into these scriptures. I knew you before I formed you. You know, um, there seems to be, you know, replenish the earth. When you look at all of these different things, these words that are contained in in the scripture, it's it's taking you in a whole nother. Is posing a whole different question, you know. Okay, you knew me before you formed me in the womb. Before you formed me the womb, um, you ordained me, you sanctified me. You already knew that I was, was going to become. Satan is waiting in the air to devour Jesus Christ. Um, when he got cast out, he waited for um, the arrival of Jesus Christ, and um, because he already knew the plan. Um. So you know, let me tell you about what happened to me. So as I um, you know, I told you. In another video, I believe I posted that video in October where I said um, the video is labeled We Are Being Tested. But I said in that um, video, I said that the Lord came to me and told me that I was in a simulation. I was in a training simulation. I'm amongst angels and demons. And um, more recently, I'm having all of these. It's, it's all about angels now. So I'm, And I know that from my experience in my walk, every time... I come from a season, every time I face a difficult time in my life, I go into another season, I, I, I'm i promoted into another season, and it starts all over. I'm dealing with a different set of issues or a different set of trials and tribulations. But um, right before I go into that, it's like I have a knowing that something that, uh, about a revelation that's about to come to me, that's about to be really big, and it's usually the fact that the revelation I received when it said I'm amongst angels and demons, and I had a, a knowing Before I was told that, like maybe a week or so before I did that, I start questioning, like angels and everything, and then that confirmation came. So now I'm questioning: Is there some sort of incarnate beings that are here to fulfill the the roles that that we're called to do, that we're chosen to do? Um, I believe that right now, and I believe that revelation is coming soon. Um, It hasn't been confirmed, but I feel it in my spirit that this this is. It's like God when God reveals something. He throws down because he doesn't. He wants you to go look for. The, he wants you to get the, the information yourself, um, and then it's, it's definitely confirmed, like I'm doing right now. So he'll throw like and there will be like little trails, little trails of information. He'll give you a little bit of something this day, stuff, leading to that whole revelation, and then he drops it on you like a bomb. Boom! This is what it is. That's that's what it is. And then that then you go into another season, or then your season is up, and then you're on for your purpose. But focus is the end. Just you know, we're about to, we're about. Things are about to get turned upside down. Things are about to get turned up, 100 degrees. Um, But this is what that this is what that whole walk is. And so I know that I've been called for my walk and my walk is. And I know I'm noticing some things in myself, and it's all angel led. And I like now I'm asking the question, like you know though well, know, is there something more that I don't know about? Like, and this is what I've been led to, you know, the, these earth angels. Like, are we really? have we been here before? And he's taken, I believe, that my walk, for example, I've been placed in situations because we are the judge. When you look at, it, and, and I'll just say, I, I, I received the call, I'm one of the, one the 144,000. So when you would see that, you know that you are judging and these are royal priesthood these are um people that are spreading the gospel and the, these last these blessings. But when you know that you are um you um what's the word I want to use you've received that you receive this, this knowledge and this information and it's just like okay like um I I'm not sure but it just feels as if this is the direction in which where this is going, and then you have to wonder, considering the things um, that, that the 144 would do. They're they're basically supernatural beings. They're going to be able to um, do some things that are supernatural, and um, you know I I see that in myself, and um that's this is why I'm posing a question, and everything is tying into that, and it's just like um in terms of the the the, the angels things. You know, it's just like we've been chosen before the foundations of the world in Christ Jesus. And Scripture is now pulling together to, to let us know that things, people have already been here before. We coexisted before. We already see in the text where the earth, where something was here before Genesis one. Something happened before Genesis one that we don't have any knowledge of. Something was here before Genesis one because we know that Satan was in heaven. Um, but it doesn't it doesn't address that. It only starts at Genesis 1, so we have no way of knowing that unless that information or unless that knowledge and wisdom comes from the Lord. So, um, but the text is very clear. He knew us before he formed us in the womb. So, again, you know, were we angels? And then we come here, we're born, you know, he, he uh, puts us, he finds out who our parents are going to be for a certain time, for a certain purpose, whatever that purpose is that he ordained us for. In, the, in, these, in these times, and he put us in our in the mother's womb, and um, we've totally forgotten everything because we need to know what it feels like to be human. That's what it is. He brought us here to experience. Just as Jesus came in the flesh, God is, Jesus is God in the flesh. God came here and lived amongst us. So it's like the angels, if we were here before, the angels who are earth angels are here to experience what it feels like to be human what it feels like to be in pain, what it feels like to be uh, persecuted, what it feels like to go through all of these things that they go through in the world so that we can judge the world. When I look at my walk, my walk involves in um, some of us are, are doing things that we don't, we're, we may maybe angels, we don't even know we're angels. Like it hasn't been revealed to me yet, but I mean understand that we're in situations where God is putting us in a place of a situation because he's using us to judge wherever that place is that that we are. Like I'm using my my former place of employment. There were some practices done there. Practices that were done there in my last place of employment that um, I'm sure he's judging, and I think that he brought me. I know for a fact that I was brought there for a season, for a reason, for for a season. And as a result, um, these places are being judged because they're being judged as to how you treat people, as to how they treat you, how they receive you. The practices and the works of iniquity that they're doing in these places um, you're placed in a place you're placed in situations that you don't even know that you're being used you're being you're going to these places and you're observing these things people are mistreating you targeted individuals people are being are mistreating you they're being judged. This is all a setup up. This is all staged. This is all orchestrated. This is not a. This is not an accident. This is not by coincidence. See, this is judgment. This is all boils down to judgment. How are these people receiving my servants? How are these people treating my servants? Look what happened with Jesus. So this is what this all boils down to. Um, and, you know, that pose that question, you know, who are we? What are we? What are we here for? So does that make sense? So we're going to open up the line right now because um, I'm interested in knowing what you all have to say about that. So um let me go down here and open up this call. Okay, so I
1: have the line open.
2: Anyone has any questions in the in the, um?
3: I'm going to hit the chat room too. Hello,
2: Can someone mute the background. The
3: background
2: noise too. Yeah. Yes, hello. Hello. Yeah, this is J Army. You can mute everybody else, I guess. I mean.
3: Sure. Oh, and, oh, wow.
0: Okay. hold on one second. Let me find out how to meet everybody else. <laughs> hold on. Um, uh, Let me see. Is oh, You say is they on me? Yes.
3: Yeah. Okay. Oh, man.
1: here? Okay, hold on. To the army. So me don't meet you. Hello, chat. Okay. Hello, chat. To okay, the army. Okay, Jay. Hello? Oh, no. Hold on, oh, no, Jay.
0: Sorry. Okay. Jay, I think you're unmuted. Yes, hello? Yes,
2: uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot I have to dial star eight, too. That that way you see it's me. Oh,
3: um, Okay. <laughs> Right. Yeah, like,
2: like how you're talking about um, how God chooses us, you know. Like I, like I, I go back in my life and I think about um, how I was kind of led to the Word of God, you know, because I always felt different and things like that, you know. I kind of see the part, the pr- um, progression of my faith, you know, how God would like um, always do things in my life for, for me to bring, to for me to come to Him. Even though there's a time when I walked away from Him, I came back to Him you know he was still protecting me you know i could see even though i was living in sin there was, i used to see instances where god used to, was still with me and god would protecting me and he was still covering me you know all, although I was, I was um living in sin you know and it was like um it was a day that i um that when i came back to him it was like god was showing me that um yes i came back to him but he came back i came and it's like it's like he chose me you know when he when he when he protected me and because I was, I thought I was, I was about to die in the accident, so I called his name, and God was showing me that He chose me. He didn't choose me because He wanted me just to live. He chose me for His good purpose, you know. And that's kind of what I've, what I've been get, getting from Him, you know.
3: Absolutely. And I was
2: right. And I've always had this feeling that, you know, I say that I'm one of the hundred and forty-four thousand, and I'm different, you know. I don't really think that of a sudden that we're special, but I kind of feel that calling. I feel that I'm different, you know, and it's like my eye, my eyes and ears are open. So, you know, I could understand, um, you know, things that's going on around me, you know. So,
3: I yeah, mean, I you say... Know, I, I, said, I thought
0: that about you, too. When I I watched the video and I thought the same oh, thing, I, I, oh, felt, right. I felt like that, too. I was like, wow, I said, I wonder if that is real. I, I was right. thinking that. I, seriously,
2: yeah. Right, yeah, I read the comment and it blessed me, too. Because, I mean, I feel like I'm one of the top ten targeted individuals because I say no one has my story. The, the amount of level that I've been attacked, I mean, if if someone really was to look at my life, I mean, the enemy, I say the enemy was to look at my life, the enemy would be afraid, you know. And I'm still here, you know, God is keeping me, you know.
0: Right. Amen. Right. Amen. That's a testimony right there. See, that's an unusual yeah. testimony. That's what that's what I'm saying. And um, you can tell, the thing is, God knows you're going to come back. He knows you're going to, he, he already knows. He already, like I said, there's already provisions on it. He already knows that you're going to, you know, move away from the faith and everything. He already knows it. But he knows that you're also going to come back. And he's waiting right. for you with open arms when you do. Right, right. You know, so he redeemed you. You know, your salvation is solid. He redeemed you.
3: Right,
0: You know what I right. mean? So, yep. Yeah. But yeah, amen
2: right so i was I remember I got this message while I was sleeping while I was sleeping, I had a television on It was like um a, a, a pastor was on the television, and his message was, "Can God use you?" And it, while I was sleeping, it was like an angel touched my feet and woke me up. although I was tired, I still listened to the message, and the message was, "Can God use you?" like what wow. gifts, gifts, talents or abilities that you have that can be used for the kingdom of God, kingdom of God and the glory of God, you know and I' listen to the message, and I'm like, you know I want to know what gifts that I have, you know, and I kind of want God to tell me, you know what is my purpose, you know that's kind of what i what I want to know, but I guess we'd be led into the purpose you know, so we'd be guided to you know what we're supposed to do, Right. So we will know we will know you know on that day what what we're supposed to do
0: amen, that's awesome yeah. right there that is awesome, and um, yeah. that is so true because he 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 always lets us know. Um, exactly, you know, exactly what we need. You know, he's going to let us know who we are. Everything is all timed, and um, he's going to give us indications as to, you know, what we're here for, especially when we seek him and when we ask him. There's a scripture, Jeremiah 33, verse 3, you know, call out to him, seek him, and he will tell you things that you can't even begin to understand. Right, If You seek him. If you ask him, he'll he'll tell you, you know, so. That's what it's all about. Did you have you had that conversation with him? Has has anyone? Do anyone know? You know why you're going through what you're going through? Do you, do you know the real reason behind it? So um, it, you know it's it's pretty much just like that. So um, yeah. So good, good, good stuff.
3: Right, right.
2: And the way you you talk about the synchronicities, the synchronicities is almost like scary that I see the synchronicity. It's scary to me. It's like our, our steps are ordered by the Lord, you know, and it's like all I have to do. I can't sometimes think that all all we have to do is live, you know, but it's more than that. We have to do work, you know. We have to continue to choose the Lord, continue to walk, walk in faith, you know.
3: Right.
0: So, exactly, you know. because um, a good way to um, get God upset is um, not to have faith in him.
3: Correct. Right. Um,
0: right. You know, so... Um, we definitely have to make sure that we're mindful of that and ask them if you if you if you're having if you're struggling with any of that. You know, in these last days a lot of people are struggling with fear. Um you know, fear of loss, fear of whatever the case may be, and um he'll he'll cover you. Just ask him, tell him what it is that you're that you're scared of, that you're that you're dealing with. Go to him in prayer and let him know that you need help and he will he will do it, he will help you. So it's just all about having that conversation, initiating that conversation recognizing that you need help and then going to him to seek that help and he will deliver you. He will trust and believe he will deliver you. He's a deliverer. You know, that's what he does. So right. um yeah, so that, amen. amen.
3: Okay, so um, anything
0: else? I'm trying uh, no, to get any questions not. in the chat room.
3: Right, that's
2: all I have for right now. Oh, and if anybody, I, I, I guess that's that's how I got through. Like if, after you mute everybody, if they want to talk, they got to, they have to press star eight. That's what I did. Oh, star eight, got it. Okay, right.
0: thank and you. It, and, all right. All right. Okay. Okay. So
3: everyone, if anyone needs to talk,
0: um, they just gotta press star eight
1: in order to talk in the chat room.
0: And if anyone has a um, question on uh, YouTube, please post it in the chat. I'm going through it right now to see if there's any questions. Otherwise, we're coming up on um, the 8 o'clock hour. And um, if nobody has any question or anything, we're going to um, go
1: ahead and end it.
0: Okay, so someone posted in the chat line, Amy. She says, I have read Revelations a few times and can hardly understand any of it. You know, let me tell you, the Bible is very symbolic. It's, um, it refers, it, don't think that Jesus, when he explained um, when he explained a word, it was basically a parable. When he talked about the kingdom, it was basically a parable because the word is only for certain people. You won't be able to understand a word, and I'm not saying that it's not for you, Amy. What, what, I, what I mean by that, so let me rephrase that, is that, um he spoke about the kingdom in parables um, meaning that it's not when it, it, it's any in everybody read the bible and they are not have to understand it it's all encrypted so in order to unlock the bible you really have to pray before you read the bible you need to pray and ask that the holy spirit guide you there's still some scriptures and i know that the holy spirit lives in me there's still some scriptures i don't understand um you know i, I don't understand it but um and every time I pray, every time I, before I read the Bible, I ask for guidance from the Holy Spirit for a clear revelation of the word so that I um, make sure that I understand the word in its entirety. Um, so that's what you usually have to do. And it's all symbolic. Trust me, when they talk about Revelation 12, the woman clothed with the sun with the moon at her feet and 12, clouds, 12 uh, stars over her head twelve tribes of Israel they referred to. So you have to really when they talk about the woman they're talking about Israel. So when you when you really read the um when you read it you, it's encrypted and it's not literally a woman clothed with the sun and the moon on her feet. It's not literal. It's all symbolic. So what they're saying is the woman the the coat with the sun being a light, Israel being the light, with the moon at her feet, with darkness under her feet. You see what I'm saying? It's all symbolic. So um you have to pray, uh, uh pray for uh, you know, pray for um, wisdom and knowledge, and just so I can address some of the calls. You know, on these calls, you could expect to get perps on these calls, harassing, and and, and um, you know, you're always going to get somebody that's going to try to infiltrate and, and, and take over the call, and and um, you know, do all types of. Things on this, in the call in, in an effort to move you away from the word, and but you know what? Somebody's gonna mess around and get blessed on this call. That's how confident I am. You come on this call. You're gonna mess around and get blessed. You're gonna mess around and get saved. And uh, we, we you know, we, we welcome you. We welcome you all, and we we thank you for joining the call. We thank you for um, finding this call to be of importance on a Friday evening that you've joined the call. We we bless you and we pray for you. So we thank you for joining the call. Yes, all is well. Does anyone have any more questions? We're coming up on uh, on the eight o'clock hour. Anyone has any questions in the chat room, let's push
1: uh star eight. Anyone has any questions, just push star eight. Okay? Yes, hello. Yeah,
2: did you have another question? Yeah, no, I had another comment. See what you thought about it. Like, because um, you kind of say that, um, we should be witnessing and we should tell, be telling people about Jesus, about the Lord and stuff. And I see it like us being as like target individuals. It's kind of like a, um, uh, it's kind of like it's it's kind of like a different situation for us, you know, because most of the people that we go to. You know, and try to would would witness to. It. It's like they already know who we are because they're you know they're perpetrators, they're gang stalkers. You know, it's not like um they would kind of accept the message because they're they're kind of be kind of being used to destroy us. You know, to harass us. You know, there's a small percentage that don't that do not know who we are. So, and not only that, there's there are people watching us. You know, we don't like um me. I believe there's I say there's like at least twenty million people watching me you know and some people it's probably just be a thousand maybe a thousand people in your city just watching you you know maybe them watching you watching to see how you live your life maybe that would bring them to god you know maybe god would see what he's doing in in your life in our lives, and that that would be the testimony and that would be the thing that would bring bring them to god you know cuz i mean cuz I, I say like um my life i mean if you think about it like almost every reality reality show um, when they put like a group of maybe 20 people on their re- reality show, there's always one person that's more entertaining than everybody else, and they usually give that one person their own show, you know. So I kind of think about it like the targeted individual thing. If you really think about it, there has to be at least one targeted individual that's, you know, everybody's watching, everybody's questioning, and everybody's kind of entertained with this targeted individual's life that everybody wants to watch. You know, I kind and I kind of say that to me, you know. And if you have all those people watching you and and you and you doing, you know, you walking you you're um living for the Lord, you know, and who's to say that these people, you know, won't come to the Lord because of you because they're watching
3: you, you know.
0: Right. Well, you use that to your advantage. You know what? Uh, right. Don't let anyone um deter you from from speaking the word because they're there to mock you and scoff you. Jesus has right. mocked and scoffers. So, right. um they're there just to imitate you and to um, give the same testimony you got, and to right. uh, you know drive in deception and everything, right. and you just keep moving forward. Don't ever let that stop you from witnessing. We already know right. that it exists. You know, I could have, for all I know, I could have all of the, the the target the um, targeted in the call. I mean, but I don't care. That's not going to stop me from moving forward. I'm not going right. to allow that to um deter me, and because um, I still have to produce fruit. At the end of the day, again, it's a it's a, an accountability factor and I have to still produce fruit. So I'm not going to let anyone else, um, you know, take away what I'm supposed to be doing for the kingdom. So if they want to come in and join the call, like I said, you, you'll mess around and you are blessed on this call, and you'll be right, absolutely right. useless to the kingdom of Satan because right. the Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. The Holy Spirit is leading this call, hands down, trust and believe. The Holy Spirit is on this call, and the Holy Spirit is coming into your home. If anyone is tuning in to this broadcast, I guarantee you that you are going to experience the power of God over your house. So I, I can care less. Whatever God is contagious, He's infectious, and He's going to come into your He's going to come into your home and into your lives. And like I said, you all will be having a testimony. You could say that I was on the crede carver. I was I went in there for the wrong intention, but I ended up getting blessed behind it. God is good.
3: Right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Really,
0: All right.
1: So, does
0: anyone have any other any other comments? Just hit star eight. I need a better camera. I agree, Demi Crunch. It's 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 the uh, lighting. I think I need a different location. But then when I get a different location, my my phone probably won't work. So, in the house. I have a problem with the, the phone line, but you're, you're absolutely correct. The lighting needs to be enhanced. Absolutely. Okay, so let me go into the chat room and make sure no one's um, pressed anything. And then we're going to go ahead and uh, end the call if no one else has anything to add or to say. Okay, Kansas. You know what? Before I uh, – let me go grab my charger. Folks, before – I uh, Kansas, I unmuted you. Hold on a second. I'm just going to go grab my charger quick
1: Okay, give me one second. Let me just get this plugged in. Hot on here. Um, the only thing is, battery
0: charger makes makes noise.
3: Um, oh, we gotta we
1: gotta plug this in. Okay.
0: Oh, All right.
4: Okay. Woo, it's hot in here. Okay, so I have you. Um, I guess Kansas. I D- D- Dakota, is that me that you're you unmuted?
0: I'm sorry.
4: D- am I the one that you unmuted? Are you the one that I did
0: what? Um,
4: I'm sorry, unmuted.
0: Oh, you're on YouTube.
4: Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. I guess I am talking to you. Um, I have two questions. Um, can um, My first question is to the gentleman that keeps ta- um, speaking to you. Um, his first comment this evening, um, he said he believes that he is on, um, one of the top ten. I, I thought he said ten, or maybe he said top two. Uh, 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 um Targeted individuals, and I was just wondering what the other, who the other nine, or who the other uh, targeted individuals that were in the top ten were. And then my question to you is, um, um, well, I just love you, and I've watched all your videos, and you're just such an um, encouragement. And I'm very discouraged, and um, I, I, I don't really. I hate to say that I don't have the Holy Spirit in me, but I'm discouraged and I don't feel that I do and I don't see evidence in my life that I do. And I do keep asking God for that and to show me more and to um, give me faith and all those things, but I just don't feel progress and I'm just very discouraged.
0: Okay. Um, okay. So let me let me answer your first question. Um, your first question was about J. Army about um, him saying him being this the the top. He feels as if he's the uh, part of the top ten of the targeted individuals. I think he was just making just saying in general. I I, I don't think he knows who all his targets. Who are his uh, perks are? I'm just thinking he's just making a general comment. Um, Oh, so what how, where the, can I plug this in? Hold
3: on
1: one
0: second,
3: I'm sorry. Where is it that is making
0: so much noise? Is it a long Oh, okay. But the only thing is, when I when I plug it, I'm going to plug it, it's going to um, plug into, uh, I had to pull one out because it's a big. Yeah. That's okay. 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 I had to get rid of that noise. That noise. Is Sorry about that. I had to get rid of that noise. Okay. So um. So back to that. Uh, what J R V was saying. I just think that he was just making, giving like a general statement. It wasn't necessary. There's, he's a top ten on the, on the top ten targeted list. It was just mostly um, a general, uh, I guess, a, 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 just, a, just a general comment. So, in terms of the second question, what's your name, by the way? I'm sorry, Melody. Okay. Um, the second, the second uh, question is. Um, if you don't feel as if,
4: did you get saved? Well, I've I've repented and I've asked for salvation. Okay. I so don't. so let me let me say
0: this. Let me check your network and
3: try again.
0: Hold on a second. I lost my camera.
1: Hold on a minute. I'm sorry. You got.
3: Try again off my camera.
1: Um make sure we're still live on here. One moment. Nope, I think it's that. Okay, hold on a minute. I'm sorry, baby.
0: So um if you if there is ever like a, a issue where you believe that um that you're not saved, um what you do is um here's the thing, when you go to the Lord, you have to go to him in spirit and in truth. Okay, so let me just say, so if you're, if, when you are repenting, and everything, and, and when you are repenting, you have to go to him in truth, and, choose, and um, it's usually a good idea to try to remove yourself from the sin. But um, if you, if you don't believe that you have been saved, um, if you've never received the Holy Spirit, I don't know if you, if have been saved and you received them before, but in any event, I mean, you can just all always do it all over again and go get saved. And just ask the Lord, is, you know, just to guide you as to, um, you know, receiving the Holy Spirit. Because when you re- when you believe that Christ died and that He was resurrected, um, you receive the Holy, you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. I mean, you receive that you receive your salvation. You receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You receive um, the gift of the Spirit. But um, it- let me just tell you this: if you are engaged in any sin and have backslidden. And you have not um repented you have grieved the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit will leave the Holy Spirit cannot operate in sin on sin so if you have um i't know let's cut on a minute because I'm having a computer issue um, so if you have um if that has happened to you then um you're more than likely not saved. Or, or you um, haven't repented, and that's why you haven't a um, you haven't repented and turned away from your sin. And the Holy Spirit, that's what it says, do not grieve the Spirit. We are not to grieve the Holy Spirit. So what that means is you can't expect if you're still walking in sin, walking in your flesh and living in your flesh and um, you have not, you repent repented, but you're still operating in that sin, then the Holy Spirit cannot dwell in your sin, don't expect the Holy Spirit to live within you because, again, light and darkness can't coexist. So, when you are engaged in sin, you're inviting Satan in. Satan is the man of sin, he sins. So, you're inviting Satan in, and Satan and the Holy Spirit cannot live together. Because we are in the temple of the living God. When we receive Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells within us. And then, if we are still operating in our flesh and we have not been repenting of it, then um, you'll leave. You'll leave because you've invited you've invited Satan in through your through your um sin. Does that make sense?
4: Yes, and I keep repenting. And how can you clean yourself up? I mean, you you say in spirit and truth repent. Well, if you're a sinner, I mean, don't you need the Holy Spirit to give you spirit and truth? And if you, I, I mean. I just I, I keep asking, and I hear the the sermons. They say, "Are if you legitimate or sincerely repent or whatever, well then I have, feel guilt. Like maybe I'm not sincere, and I try to do it again. And I don't know how how to get any more
3: sincere. And I don't
4: know how to. I mean, I I I'm sorry. i grieved the Holy Spirit. And I, I don't, I, I don't want to walk it in sin and, and my sin, I mean, I, I don't know what else I can confess and I think my sin that I still walk in, well, trying to do things in my flesh, but how can I, tr- if I don't have the Holy Spirit, how can I, I mean, do it any other way and if. I mean, and I'm, like, um, I guess fear and angry and bitter and and maybe unforgiveness, but I keep asking for forgiveness and keep forgiving the others, and I don't know what else to do. Mm -hmm.
0: So this is something that you have to talk to God about, okay? This is something where you have to go in your your, um, prayer room and you have to um, talk to the Lord about it this is something that um you have to do and this is some, a co- private conversation that you have to have with the lord you know when it comes to advice i can't advise you as to how i can only tell you how to how to receive your salvation how to you know um i can only quote scripture to you i can't work out you know any uh, i can't work out your salvation for you i can't work out um those things that you may be dealing with etern- internally, um, all I can do is, is guide you back to the Lord because some things you have to seek Him out in. You know, I, I can't help you with that. That's not my area. That's, you know, that's a that's a, a God problem. You have to go to the Lord and and ask Him how does He help you, and you have to go to Him in spirit and in truth. And um, that's what the Word says. We have to go with Him and um, and and ask Him. You know, what is it that? um, you know, you know, I really want, you know, Lord, I really want to receive your Holy Spirit, Lord. I really want to receive all of the things that you have for me, Lord, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm I'm having a struggle. Whatever issue that it is that you're dealing with, whether it be fear or whatever the case may be, if that's what you're dealing with, go to him and tell him what it is that you're dealing with. Have that conversation with him. He's there. He's ready to hear you. He'll, he's ready to receive you. He wants you back. You know, so... Once you do that, you have to do that in the faith. You can't go into it in doubt. So when you go and seek him, go to him seeking him, knowing that he can help you. Don't go to him thinking that, oh, I'm not sure I'm uncertain. Don't go to him like that. Go with him knowing that you need him and knowing that he is going to be the answer to whatever it is that you need.
4: Does that make sense? Yes, I'll I'll do it again and again, I guess, and again. (laughs) Thank yeah, doing
0: until you yeah, do it until you you know, um until you get your resolution. Until you get your resolution. That's what the, that's what we do. And you know, the Lord we're on the Lord's time, you know. And um you call on the name let me tell you this. Whenever whoever whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Okay? So just know that. That that word is written, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved.
4: But what about those people that think they're saved and they say, "Lord, Lord," and He says, um, "Get away from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you,"
0: he said they're operating in sin. So they're operating in sin. So those workers of iniquity that said, "Oh, we perform work, we we perform wonders in your name. We did this, we did that in your name," and um, He said, "Depart from me, for I never knew you," because. The works that they did, the miracles that they did, they did in the wrong spirit.
4: So they didn't call on the name
0: of the Lord? And the scripture doesn't say that. The scripture says, oh, Lord, Lord, haven't we done works? This is at at the coming of Christ where they come to him and they say, Lord, Lord, haven't we done wonderful works in in your name? Haven't we prophesied in your name? And the Lord said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, for I never knew you. What he's saying there is, you've basically operated in the wrong spirit. You didn't operate in my spirit. So those who are practicing uh, and prophesying and doing works and miracles, they thought that they were doing them in the name of the Lord when they were doing them in another spirit's name. So they had the wrong, I don't know if they got deceived. The scripture clearly states that they called on him when he came and his coming. Okay? And they got turned away. They thought they were working under the spirit of the Holy Spirit. They thought they probably probably were saved, but they were operating under another spirit, and that spirit was not of God. And that's why Jesus said, "Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew
4: you." So does that mean that not everyone who calls on the name of the Lord is will be saved? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So does that mean that everyone who calls on the name—not everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved?
0: No, not according to that text right there. If you're not saved, that's what the the, the Lord probably—that's probably probably one of the comments that He will say. If you're not saved, if you're not saved, I don't—I don't. You know, I have no way of knowing that. That's not my. I think. I think we really need to stick to. you know, working out your own salvation with the Lord. Let's worry about, like, if you're saved, if you're, worry about, you can't worry about anyone else's salvation. You can only worry about your salvation. So I can't tell you what the Lord is going to say about you or what the Lord is going to say about J-Army or anybody else. I have no way of knowing that because that's something that only you and God know about. I have no way of knowing anything about that. And that's something that you have to work out with him. I can't tell you what he's going to tell you and what you should say to him, and that's not my area of I can't say that. That's me acting as God, and I'm not God. So I'm being still on this one, and you have to take that. You'll have to take that to the Lord.
4: Okay, thank you.
0: You're absolutely welcome.
1: Okay, so I'm going to ask if anyone else has... um, Any more questions? Okay, it looks like New York, New York. I've unmuted,
0: I've unmuted your call.
1: How you doing, Sister, Laquita? This
5: is RT.
0: Hey, RT. How
5: you doing? Uh, I made a mistake, I guess, you know, because I was under the impression that um the show started tonight at 8, but I guess you started earlier.
0: Yeah, it started at 6. I was trying to get done before the seven started, but... <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm
5: here <laughs> Okay, nah, yeah. no problem No problem no,
0: you know, just, okay. no, because The thing outside? was
5: that I was supposed to be here You know, like uh, at six, I guess But I had no idea I would have been there, you know, at that time If I would have known Um, So I got in like about eight-ish and, Oh, um, that's all I'm right there. You never
0: too yeah.
5: late, like, RP. What's up? No, nah, nothing I just wanted to like, you know, touch base a little bit On what you were saying You know, as far as um the Lord has its plan for all of us, and we need to address it individually with him. You know, right. I agree with that. You know, wholeheartedly. Um, as far as like the situation is concerned with me, you know, I'm taking a day by day type of thing, and I'm trying to, you know, figure out my own way, my own individual way to get closer to him. One of them is this call, obviously. You know, and um, hearing the word. You know, because. There's going to be times and moments where things are going to get to everybody, especially, you know, I'm speaking for myself. You know, I tend to get a little aggravated easily, you know, temper problems and whatnot. I have a past behind that. That's probably one of the main reasons that I was put on, you know, the whole targeted, you know, list or what have you. Uh, I accept that. I'm not cowering from that, I'm not running from that or run from anything. So, you know, I accept that, but um, it's always good to try to see if you can better yourself. And this is one of the ways that I'm trying to go about it. You know. I wanted to put oh, that okay. out
0: there. Oh, good. Thanks, RT. No
2: problem. Thank you, sister.
0: No problem. Um I'm gonna I'm trying to RT, um just so you know since you came in late, I'm I'm trying to get um folks for those of you who are on the call, um, right when I said we're praying for <laughs> any perks on the phone, uh, on the phone that my YouTube would off like. So um hold on a second, you know. I'm trying to get the uh, hangouts back up, okay? So just bear with me.
1: And it looks like J Army um for star
0: eight. So for those of you who want to ask a question or anything, just please um, just please uh make sure you hit star eight. Thanks so much.
1: Okay.
0: All right. So I'm not sure they're here with not with the camera, but there we go. All right. All right. So it looks like we got the um, <laughs> hilarious Okay, so it looks like we got the um, Hangouts back up. Um, Oh, my goodness. Could you believe that? Wow, this is really like, okay. Hold on, bear with me, folks. Let me see here.
1: One second.
0: Okay. All right, so we're back up. We lost some of the callers, but uh, we're back up. So let me go into the chat room where I'll talk to you and see if anybody else. So it looks like Army had a
1: question. Jeremy,
0: you're on mute.
1: Yes,
0: hello?
1: Yes, huh? Yeah, to the
2: woman that I called earlier, she said she was asking me who are the other nine. Um, I'll say I know um of five and I'll say um the Carver, you're one of them, you know. And I know of four and they're on YouTube. Um, if you go on my YouTube channel, J Army, um, you'll find the other four. Like I'm subscribed to I'm subscribed to about like eight or nine people, but four of them are um I believe that they're um top ten targeted individuals. I say that we're, you know, top ten targeted individuals because we're a threat to to Satan's kingdom
0: oh, it's not like got it, got it right got it. it's not that
2: it's not like we did something to anger anger someone and they just put us on a program yes uh-huh. we may have done that but we're a threat to Satan's kingdom no, it's like you know um right right. It, right it's like um okay we, we may have done something in our life that they put us on the program but because they did that, now God is in our life and working with us, and now we're going to be a bigger threat to um, Satan's kingdom because they came against us, but we came to God. So now God will use us for something, you know, for us to do work for him because they basically ruined our lives. So what else are we going to do? Now we have a job now for working with God. So now we pose a huge threat to Satan's kingdom. So that's why we're top ten targeted individuals, you know.
0: I agree. I agree. And that, the the main the main thing of that, right when I said, for those of you who are coming back into the into, into the um live broadcast uh on YouTube, right when I said we're gonna pray for the um person who's making all the noise in the background on talk shoes, um, the camera went out. You know, just you know, things like that. Little synchronicities such such as that. Um right. the little the, the little text, the prince of the power of the air is tuning in right. because you know what? These perps come into this chat room, and they they, they, uh, they find out what they ask questions. They find out what works, what works for you and what don't. They get your whole story. They get your background. They formulate an attack based off of what you tell them. But you know what? No weapon formed against me will prosper. And every tongue that rises against me in judgment shall be condemned. bottom line. That's what the word is, for it is written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. He's your God regardless of what you think. Every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess that the name of Jesus Christ, which is the highest name in all right. the earth, whether you believe it or not, trust and believe. Every knee will bow, and every tongue right. will confess. We will, Amen. See well, we will see the reward of the wicked. Amen. Amen. Right. Yeah, so they come and study you. They're they going to come and and listen and study you and find out what works and, and try to do all types of attacks and listen, there's so much faith here, it don't make no sense. There's so much faith here, it doesn't make no sense. So, yeah, so that's what it is. Amen. But, um, mm. yeah, so um, any other thing, anything else you wanted to add, J-Army? But you're absolutely correct. I, I agree. I agree. All right,
2: that, that's all I had to say.
0: Okay. All right, so let's see if um, anyone else has anything. All right, so I think that's um, I think that's about it. I'm gonna see um, anybody got anything to say in the chat room, and then we just gonna call it a night. It's this Friday, and I'm sure you all have plans and prefer to be somewhere else other than here. Um, So, see, I don't know if anybody's in the chat right now, so. Okay, so if um, no one has anything else to say, we can um, just wrap it up and um that's
4: it. Let me see. my right
0: in the chat room. Okay, guys, so that basically concludes our call. Um, and I know that uh, RT, you got here late, but just check out the call. RT, you, you asked for, you wanted to talk to me about something. I don't know if you wanted to talk to me on the call or if you wanted to maybe talk to me afterwards. Um, Gonna, uh,
1: hold on a second. Hey, R.P. Yes, yeah, Sister Decreta. I would uh,
5: prefer if uh, we speak personally after the call, if you don't mind.
0: I'll talk to you personally? Sure. Yeah. When you you get have my
5: call. number. You have my
0: number? Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. yeah okay. I do. Well, but I
0: all just right. want to make yeah. sure
5: you're not busy before, you know what I mean? I call or
1: whatever. No, go ahead. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Alright, so um it looks
0: like um that's it. Let me see if anyone is um anyone has anything to say. Uh for those of you who aren't tuning in and, and you were not on the original live broadcast, we got cut off and um it's just a continuation, but um the call was scheduled to be over with at eight PM anyway, so um we'll just run it over a little bit. So if um, anyone has any questions because we're gonna end the call. If you have anything else to um, ask or um, add before we end this call, and if you don't, we're just going to go ahead and call it a night. And for those of you who um, don't know, hold on a second, I'm responding to your question right now. Um, Jimmy Crunch, is it Jimmy Crunch? (laughs) Jimmy Crunch asked if if the call was still going on. So I'm just saying we're wrapping it up.
1: Yeah. so, okay, so, um, if anyone doesn't have any questions, we're going to go ahead and end it.
0: It's like, it's the final countdown. Did anybody see that commercial? It's the final countdown. It said it's the final countdown to the, uh, to Armageddon, to the apocalypse, right? Okay, so that is it. I think we are officially done. And um please check out the very first video. Don't forget that we're gonna have a call. Um, you don't want to miss the spiritual warfare call, spiritual warfare two oh one that is gonna be scheduled on Monday at um eight PM to ten PM Eastern Standard Time. So please make sure you tune into that call. I am gonna make another presentation for that call. Um the first call was very good. Um uh, you know, very good dialogue. So you want to make sure you um, come to that class and be prepared for all the warfare that's coming our way in these last days, so that you are ready and prepared for battle against the the, the lawless one, because he is attacking. Um, he's he, he's a, he he you know his day his time is short. As far as I'm concerned, he has no more time. The time is done. It's finished. It is written. The book is written. It's already spelled out that we prevail, it's already spelled out, with, you know, faith has already been established. So we already know what time it is, the saints know what, what time it is. And so um, that's pretty much it. So you don't want to miss that class. And um, thank you all for um, tuning in, and enjoy the rest of your night. God bless you all. Take care. Back up. We lost something to call us, but uh, we're back up.
3: So let me go into the chat room or I'll talk to somebody else. So it looks like JR
1: has questions. JR meeting
0: you're unmuted.
3: Yeah. Yes, uh huh. I Channel J Army of okay, find uh